be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. And I'm Woody. Yay. How's everything going? Good. Said the big topic everybody's talking about right now is uh, Roe v. Wade and the releasing of their first draft um, of their opinion. And it first originally made plans to talk about that, but the more the more we talk about it, the more I don't want to talk about it. What do you think? Well, it's just like you were saying when we were having our conversation before. You're, have, you're trying to have a logical discussion with idiots. Right. Because this and, and mutual acquaintance, and I will try to keep from saying her name, but she posts a thing on the on her Facebook saying, oh, I'm not for killing babies. But then she gives like 10, 12 scenarios <coughs> in which she makes up a random female name and then a random scenario in which she's like, it's okay to kill them in this instance, and it's okay to kill them in this instance, and it's okay to kill them in this but I'm killing babies. Yeah. But it sounds to me like you really are. I'm sorry. And like I said, I really wanted to just put something on there to point out the logical fallacy and what she had going on there. But I'm pretty sure I would be met with rage and hate. And you know, <laughs> yeah. you're a man, you don't have an opinion. Right. Which is also, <sighs> which is also a logical fallacy because if a woman's pregnant, more than likely it's a man that got her that way. And he should have some say in what goes on. With yeah. the child. But they say it's a, it's a woman's body. She uh, It's nobody's right to tell her what she can or can't do with her body. What she can do. And and there again, yet another law faculty, and it's genetically different from the body that it's living in at the time, that if it wasn't living inside that placenta, the body would reject it of its own accord and and expel it. Right. So it's not her body. It's the body of the individual growing inside of her. Right. But so that's the, the one that this impacts. That's why they won't logically argue it. No matter again, what you say, they, they, no, they without won't. any evidence, they say it's not a, a baby. It's a, they like to use other terms. It's a fetus. It's a embryo. It's a, you know, no, the the moment it's, it's conceived, cells. right, a clump of cells. The moment it's conceived, it is a human being in development, which we all are. So the location is the only thing. And they say, well, it's because it's in my body. You can't tell me I can't do something and say, well, you, you chose to do this act. And I, I kind of compared it. So what do you think of this analogy then? Okay. You're a woman who chose to participate in a physical act. You did something with your body physically that altered your body 
temporarily that in nine months will go away. So we're saying you cannot do this. You can't kill this child. And they're saying, well, you can't tell me what I can't do with my body. But yet we would say, okay, let's say you use your body and you participate in a physical act of drinking alcohol that now temporarily changes your body, alters your ability, alters your whatever temporarily. And we do tell you, okay, you cannot do this. You can't drive an automobile. You can't operate equipment. You can't use a firearm. And that's something that is constitutional right, using the firearm. But because you chose to participate in this act of drinking alcohol, now you can't do that right temporarily. It's just the alcohol wears off a little faster than than pregnancy, right? Yeah. Well, that's just kidding. And that's not a bad analogy. Uh, I've got another one for you that I, I've been thinking on this uh, for quite a while, but uh, don't even go down the road of abortion. But if we were to apply the logic of abortion to other parts of the law, what kind of a crap show would we end up with? Right. Okay. Dude goes in, right? He's guilty. We got him on camera. He didn't even wear a mask, a Ronald Reagan mask or a, a Barack Obama mask or uh, anybody's mask. He just walked in just like I am now and robbed a bank. We know who it is. We caught him. He's going to jail. Now, to, to compare this to abortion law, we now have to pick someone at random out of the population and we have to kill them. Okay. Right? I mean, right. does that not make sense? Yeah. You see where I'm yeah. from with this? Let's go back to, let's say, the, someone raped a woman. Mm-hmm. So he gets caught. He goes to jail. And now we've got to randomly find, maybe she did get pregnant, maybe she didn't, but we've still got to go back. We've got to pick someone at random out of the society that had nothing to do with and we've got to kill them. Yeah, that makes no sense. Maybe I think they... about things too much. No, no. I mean, I see, I see your point where you're going with it. <laughs> I but, make yeah. no sense. <laughs> no, no, no. I said it. They make no sense. The logic that they try to use. Well, well, they don't. They. I mean, see, that's the problem. They don't try to use any logic. It's always a personal attack. It's all. It's emotions. It's all it is. It's all an emotional thing. As soon as you nail them down on a logical fallacy in their argument. It just turns into emotions screaming, you know, Oh, you're, you're trying to keep me down or something. I'm like, I ain't trying to keep you down. I'm just trying to keep you from doing something really stupid. <laughs> right. You know, anytime that there's a, any, any conversation like that, if you say some, if you say words, you know, Dave Chappelle has a stand-up show and gets attacked on stage. He was the victim being attacked by somebody doing something. It was what were the words that he was saying that hurt this person, triggered this person to compel them to act out physically. 
And there again, I am not, no matter what I say, I am not responsible for your triggers. It don't matter what I say and how pissed off it makes you. I am not responsible for the way you respond to what I say. That is totally on you. Right. Not me. Because I have a right to say whatever I want to say. Right. You know, for the most part. Now, if that triggers you, it's like we got a guy up at the, up at the jail. He's a black guy and he's triggered by the N word. And, uh, this just really old, old guy. I mean, he's probably, I'd say he's probably in his seventies. He's just really super old. He gets around on a walker and stuff like that. And he says the word, right? And so the black guy just goes and beats him up. I'm like, Ooh, wow. You're a real man. You just beat up a 70 year old man just because he said the N word. Yeah. And said, so now you're going to the hole, you know, cause he was, <laughs> when we pulled him out, he was talking about how racist it was that he was having to go to the hole. I'm like, Oh yeah, right. We're racist because it's, you know, we you think it's bad that you beat up on a 70 year old man, whether he's white or black. Right. But see, most, been a black man, it mattered. Right. most people on the left justify his actions because the other guy said that, which is bizarro world. No, That's clown no. world. You've got to learn to uh, exist in society without going out and fighting everybody that just pisses you off right. and triggers you by saying something. Right. Because if you're a like, like if you're if not, a Dave you're Chappelle, a lot of time fighting. Right. Because if you're somebody like a Dave Chappelle, that you're on stage and you're talking to tens of thousands of people. Every single person in that audience takes what you say a little differently. And he can't be responsible for controlling what he says based off of how every single individual in that room is going to react. Um, if that was the case, yeah, he's never going to say anything. And that's what they want. Exactly. Is they want to control what you mm-hmm. say. And to the point that everybody that we're not censoring you, but you're going to self-censor yourself because you're like, well, it's not worth, it's not worth the trouble of even having the conversation. Yeah, you're right. This Roe v. Wade, the Supreme court early, you know, the leak is all that is, is to, is to sway voters to get Mm -hmm. people to the polls. Yeah. I mean, I keep That's seeing exactly clips of them telling people, this is how you have to combat this, is in the polls. You have to get in there and vote. Well, I've actually seen posts of people saying, you know, if they overturn Roe v. Wade today, next day it's going to be, you know, in a marriage. And I, you know, you fall in love with who you fall in love with. That's nobody's business but the two of y'all. Right. This is some, but that's the kind of stupidity that they run. Like I said, they don't use logical arguments. They use arguments based in the emotional spectrum. Period. What's the next step on abortion once this case gets settled? What happens if you have a state changes the law saying that, that, that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that, is that legit under the way that the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? 
because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. So he obviously doesn't know American history because there was a group of people in, back in the 1860s that actually were extreme enough that they separated from the Union <laughs> over the issue of slavery. And then when they lost that war, they founded a little group called the Ku Klux Klan so that those individuals could go uh, rampaging through the South, killing black people and Republicans. And then, okay, and then there's also the Weather Underground, also a far-left organization. Yeah, he's... He... Radical. Then he's... He's being intellectually dishonest, which I expect out of him because oh, he's yeah. a Democrat. Right. This was the Virginia House of Delegates. Representative Todd Gilbert, he was talking to uh, Democrat Kathy Tran. They were talking about the bill that she was trying to get pushed through. Delegate Tran. Yes, sir. How late in a pregnancy would your bill apply if a physician was simply willing to certify that that the uh, continuation of the pregnancy would impair the mental health of, of the woman. How, how late are we talking about? In well, so, so the way the suggestion that we've um, made in the bill is to say it's in the third uh, trimester and at the, you know, with the certification of the physician. So, so how late in the third trimester would you be able to, to do that? You know, it's very unfortunate that our, the, our physicians, uh, our witnesses, were not able to attend today to speak specifically. No, no I'm talking that. about your bill. How, yeah, how, late, I mean, how late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay. But to the end of the third trimester. Yep. I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a you know a decision that the doctor, the physician, and the woman. I understand would make that. At I'm that asking point. if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that. Yes. She didn't want to answer that question. No. By the way, she tried to answer. She didn't want to answer it. See, to me, that the fact that anybody could say, "Okay, the woman is in labor; she's giving birth." Hey, let's say it's a difficult birth. Let's say she's six hours into it, eight hours into it. Some labors are long. And she mm -hmm. halfway through goes, you know what? I don't want to do done. this. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Kill it and get it out of me. That would be completely legal. And to me, anybody who sees that as a not, you know, anybody that doesn't see that as a problem to me, you're never going to convince him on any of the other arguments of it. Mm -mm. No, you're not. They'll just rationalize their way through every, oh, it's a woman's right. You can't do this. You know, it's, it's only a clump of cells. It's, it's not, you know, the, the baby's not viable yet. There's a, a billion reasons that they're going to come up with. But all of it is to just 
justify lack of responsibility. Mm-hmm. For their own actions. I don't want right. to take responsibility. That's what uh, that Whoopi clip, Whoopi Goldberg clip, when she, I'll play the first part of it. This is my body, and nobody, you, you know, you got people telling me I got to wear a mask or don't wear a mask or do this. Everybody wants to tell me what to do, but you won't let me make my decision about my body. You are not the person to make that decision. My doctor and myself and my child, that's who makes the decision. And one of the things I... That my doctor and myself... And my child are the ones that's going to make that decision. So that's there. That's somebody. She's showing the logical fallacy in her argument, right? Because the child, I'm pretty sure, if you were to like, you know, ask the child, "Do you want to be aborted?" If they could answer, they'd be like, "No, you know, I'd really like kind of like to live. I'd like to, you know, be able to grow up and maybe meet a girl or maybe meet a guy and fall in love and have children of my own and." And, and do all these things, you know, see a sunset, see a sunrise, right. you know, have a birthday party, all these things that you're taking away from them. Yeah. I don't think they would choose that. Um, and at the end of that clip, that's what she says. Mm-hmm. This is not an easy thing for, for women to do. This is a difficult thing, but my, that's what my question is. If, you know, if it's only a clump of cells, why is it a difficult emotional thing for women to do if they say, well, no, it's just exactly. a clump of cells. Why is it difficult? If you were going to have a wart removed, you know, you wouldn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't emotionally, or right. Or a mole or something not, like that. Gonna, yeah. You're not going to stress over it, but you are going to, you are stressing over this because you know that this is different than just a clump of cells. Right. This is children. If at any point in time that happened and when the, she went to the doctor to get checked out and the doctor checked her out and said, Hey, uh, well, it looks like you're going to have a litter of puppies or kittens. <laughs> right. Then I could be like, okay, yeah, it's just a clump of cells. And I think I could get behind, but you know what? Every time that a man and woman has, has done that, it's been another human being that comes out. Right. So, yeah. And it's like you said, it's just, it's a human being in a different stage. That's all it is. Yeah. This is, this is the stage of it's in, what's in the, and then there's the stage like when it's first born and a year old and five and 10 and 15 and, you know, 20, 50, 80, however, you know, it's just different stages of development. A lot of them will say that, that the men are trying to, or the government is trying to force women to have pregnancies. Nobody's forcing them. You know, the stat is less than 1% are due to rape. Um, and and that's a, on the high side. But even if we give it the 1%, then that means 99% of the women out there and men, the women that are getting pregnant are choosing to participate in that act that's going to result in that. Like you said, that it's not a surprise if that happens because that's what happens mm-hmm. A lot of times when you do when you that, have sex. yeah, there's no mystery there. Yeah. And, and, uh, when a woman becomes pregnant one way or another, the pregnancy comes to an end, usually naturally through childbirth or it can be ended. And I've, I've seen these, these 
I've seen these people putting posts on Facebook about that. You know, uh, if it's about kids, then where are all the people that want to adopt kids? Right. You know, where are they at? And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, well, those people that would want to adopt the children that we're actually killing, our country has made it so hard to uh, adopt a child that you've got these people going to overseas uh, orphanages and to overseas countries where adoption law is a whole lot easier to get through. And they're adopting their children there because it's a whole lot easier to do. Now I see kids out all the time who are in rough shape, have bad parents, things like that. I don't want to adopt those children either, but I also don't want to kill those children. I think it's possible to, to, you know, not do both, but Mm -hmm. they, they seem to think, well, like the, the Anna, have you seen that clip? Anna Casper. I don't know how you say your name. Um, Anna Kasparov, Casper, something like that. She, she's on the young Turks. She had a big, um, freak out. I'm sure she would because the young Turks is a Democrat organization. Right. So we're sure. But now she completely attacks the Democrats in this conversation too. But, uh, Oh, wow. What do you want them to do with their kids when they have to go to work? What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? I want them to answer that freaking question. Answer the question. Journalists, ask them the question. Ask them. Ask them. The only other option is killing them, right? I know people are so stupid. I'm like, I'm fired up about this stuff. We're just like, well, I mean, the guy. Yeah, because she's freaking out saying... It's because as soon as we overturn Roe vs. Wade, all these people now aren't going to be able to get abortions because they're poor. And then then they're going to have all these children that now when they go to work, because we have such a horrible health care system and such a horrible uh, social safety net in this country to help people in need, that what are these people going to do with their children when they go to work? Because they can't afford daycare they can't take them to work they what are these people are going to do you know she's screaming just at for journalists to ask republicans the question what are they going to do and that's what then the the blaze guys that's where he's you know kind of making fun of her and says yeah the only option is kill them because <laughs> that's what they seem to think that it's much better off for them if you just kill them them for them to come into a rough situation on this earth but that's what i always look at no matter what your situation on this planet is it's better than being dead because it can always get better if you're dead yep it's not getting any better on this planet for you now you're absolutely right and that's why everybody keeps they keep taking it one step, but all of it is, like you said, is to get people to the polls. Is that one, uh, Eric, Representative Eric Swalwell? He's a Democrat. Where's he from? He is a congressman from California. Imagine that. He said the Republicans won't stop with banning abortion, they want to ban interracial marriage. 
Do you want to save that? Well, then mm-hmm. you probably should vote. Yeah. When has anybody and said I haven't it? Heard I, any, but I don't know of anybody in modern day that is like, yeah, okay, we need to ban this. No. Yeah. But he's just he's just saying these things to get people pissed off. Right. There's no actual grounds for it. It's just like I said. It's you got to put a loaded gun into someone's hand and point them in the direction you want them to go. And in this case, what you're doing metaphorically, you're taking it's not a gun, but you're getting them people pissed off and mad so that they're not thinking clearly and pointing them in the direction of saying, okay, go vote. Now that I've got you so mad that you can't see straight and you can't think right, now go vote. Here's our favorite person. Women would lose access to abortion immediately and outright. Lie. Those Republican leaders who are trying to weaponize the use of the law against women. Well, we say, how dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? How dare they try to stop her from determining her own future? How dare they try to deny women their rights and their freedoms? What about the 50% of the aborted children that are female, that they're denying what them about? their rights to life and freedom? Mm-hmm. If you look at our two founding doctrines, our, our two family documents, this is going to get a little bit convoluted, so I want to try to speak as best I can uh, and be as clear as possible. But in our Declaration of Independence, we declared that we have God-given rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. The first of those being life. Now, we also go to our preamble to our Constitution. And in the preamble of the Constitution, it says that it's not just for us, but it's for our posterity. Your posterity, at the time that they wrote that, was us. Everybody, all all the Americans... Yet unborn, these rights are for them. This constitution is set up for them. And when you go to the, I believe it's the Tenth Amendment to the Bill of Rights, it says everything not delegated to the government is the realm of the states to make up their mind about. And I think the Ninth says something along the lines that you have rights that we haven't enumerated in this in these Bill of Rights, but you still have them. Which would, to me, mean that these three rights that they have in the uh, Declaration of Independence of life, liberty, and happiness, those are actually in that ninth amendment of the Constitution. Premier amongst those is life. So how can you come to the conclusion that it's okay for a woman to kill a child knowing these things? Because they say it's not a child. And that's not even it's a clump of in. cells. Right, right. Exactly. It's a clump of cells. Right? Because they, they make statements. Really a person. You have to know the science, even though we don't mean know the real science. It's Democrat science. It's not meant to make any sense. Right. It's just meant to be there. Well, that's why I wrote in, that fa- in the Facebook group earlier. That's why I put, yeah, that we live in a time when good is evil and evil is good. And truth is a lie, and lies are considered to be the truth. 
Here's an Elizabeth Warren clip. <clears throat> when you listen to this, remember, she's a 72-year-old grandmother. I think she's a great-grandmother, actually. I am angry. Think of that as she's that angry, that that loud, that vocal, you know, and she's she's screaming over the fact that we're n- might not be able to kill as many babies. Mm-hmm. That we're not going to be able to rip them into pieces. I'm not going to be able to. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to sacrifice them on the altar of convenience. Yeah. Oh, it's not convenient for me to have a baby right now. Oh, really? Well, then, then if you knew it wasn't convenient for you to have a baby at this point in time in your life, then why did you go out and say, but you did. Right. Here's another clip from one of our favorite people. In the 2016 campaign, Donald Trump made it clear he would nominate justices who would overturn Roe versus Wade. Did you imagine it would happen this quickly? I warned about it in the campaign. I could see that the man I was running against would literally do anything to get the votes of the extreme faction uh, of the Republican Party uh, who were willing to uh, totally upend precedent and deny women their rights. So I did warn about it, but you know, it's hard to warn in the abstract. And I think a lot of people would say, well, that'll never happen. This opinion is dark, it is incredible, Incredibly dangerous, and it is not just about a woman's right to choose. It is about much more than that. And I hope people now are fully aware of what we're up against, because the only answer is at the ballot box to elect people who will stand up for every American's rights. And any American who says, look, I'm not a woman, this doesn't affect me, I'm not black, that doesn't affect me, I'm not gay, that doesn't affect me. Once you allow this kind of extreme power to take hold, you have no idea who they will come for next. And that being said, let's look at cancel culture on the left. Right. You don't know <laughs> who they're going to come. You got extreme power on one side of the aisle, the Democrat side of the aisle. And if you <laughs> say the wrong thing, they're going to sick their machine on you. They're going to dox yeah. you. They're going to send people to your home and to your work to get you, you know, to harass you and get you fired from your job. So, yeah, you're right. You don't, we do know what can happen because we've watched Democrats do it for years. Right. To people that just have a differing opinion from yours. What gets me is her her saying it's an extreme faction of the far right Republicans of the far-right extremists who are wanting to deny women their rights when they keep leaving out the the killing of a child part 
mm-hmm. they want to ever focus yeah. on is it's my right. You know, well, what if all women just decided tomorrow it's my right to kill my child if they're under the age of five years old? I ha- I brought them into this world. I can take them out kind of thing that it, it's up mm-hmm. to me to support them. I have to feed them. I have to take care of them. I do everything and I'm done with it. Using their argument, it's not good to put them into uh, the foster system. It's not good to put them up for adoption because prior to the baby being born, they always say that it's better to kill them than to bring them into the world if they're going to go into the system as far as adoption or a, a bad home or whatever. I guess the answer could always be that they think it's just better to end the life than to have the child suffer. But see, the problem is, yeah, they're not talking about the child suffering. They're talking about them and their inconveniences. We're Trump voters and are still Trump supporters. They go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing, what are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is, the, that is our you, job. That's my favorite part. He could undermine. Rogue. He could get, can get people to control what they think. And that is our job. This country is doomed. The longer we now get this, and here's yet another example of of how bad Democrats are. Uh, back in the 1920s, it was called the Roaring Twenties because there was a whole lot of uh, business going on. There was a lot of prosperity. Now, granted, they did have made alcohol illegal, but other than that, things were going great. And for the majority of the 20s, uh, everything was good. And then towards the end of the 20s, the uh, an election and Democrats got control of the government again at the federal level. And shortly after that, they passed a law. And then all of a sudden, you've got the, uh, the collapse of the uh, stock market. And, just, and then all of a sudden, and then you've got the Great Depression, basically. That's where we're headed right now. <laughs> yep, that's where we're going now. Did a YouTube video the other night for uh, when they dropped the seeing the new Game of Thrones. I really think you'd like this too, but but this is the, this is the prequel. This is the House of the Dragon. What is this brief mortal life? It's just a beautiful show, too. The Pursuit of Legacy. I, Rickon Stark. I, Corlys Velaryon. I, Orman Baratheon. Promise to be faithful to King Viserys and to his named heir, Princess Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra Targaryen. Men would sooner put the realm to the torch and see a woman ascend the Iron Throne. 
we play an ugly game. You have the determination to win it. It takes place 500 years before Game of Thrones. Looks good, though. It does look good. Like I said, Game of Thrones is a beautiful shot show. It's, I mean, it's feature-length film quality every episode. That's what we should do. Just go through Game of Thrones. Do it episode by episode. Think about what we can do so we can... I'll talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. See you, bye. Bye. All right, see you. See you. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.